Welcome, people. We're here together. I think Ange is here. I am. I, well, I'm scrolling through. <clears throat> just, I am here. I got stuff in my head. You got stuff in your head. Yeah, I got songs stuck in my head. I got songs? Yeah, I mean, I was just on TikTok. You know, you get those things. Ah, uh, TikTok. and TikTok. Yeah, you're on a TikTok craze right well, now. Well, you're the one that kind of turned me. I mean, like, the, the, I did it with Brooke and Nate. And then I was like, uh, and then like you're on, like I'm like over there in the evenings. What are you doing? I'm like, you're you're like I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok, and you're scrolling through TikTok all the time. And then you're like, we should get a TikTok for in the closet. And I say, okay. And so I get into it, and now I can't get you into it. I'm totally into it. I'm totally into it. It's just you take charge. So once I get you on something, could you take charge for once on something? Whoa, easy. I take charge on plenty. Plenty. Name. I, I always take charge. Not on everything. I take charge on lots of things. Jeff. But not social media. But I can. I wish you would. I take charge on all the social media. Yes, you do. You're you are the social media queen. You got it down when it comes to social media ing. I'm about out of there's a lot, and then we add TikTok. You already got like you, it was so many more idea. things. It was your idea. Don't come up with an idea. Let me run with it, and then be like, "Hey, what is this? Too much to do. You got so much." <laughs> and make me feel like a crazy person. That's called something in my phone. It's called something when you do that to somebody. When you make them feel crazy. I'm not making you feel crazy. I'm telling you, I was empathizing with you. I was sympathizing with you. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm saying It's called gaslighting. Gaslighting. I remember the gaslighting. Yes. Yes, when people make you feel stupid like or, or like something didn't happen when it really did. Gaslighting clues. I have them right here. And well, here's the Here's the definition. Gaslighting is manipulation to cause doubt in someone's perception, a way to shut down someone's feelings and have the person question their reality. Mm. Yep. I've seen that in action. Yep. The gaslighting. When you're being gaslighted, it's an empath slash highly sensitive, whatever that means. Processes deeply, easily overstimulated, heightened empathy, sensitive to subtles, and all the feels. That's if you're susceptible to gaslighting, I guess. I think that's me. Processes deeply, easily overstimulated, heightened empathy, sensitive to subtles. Uh. There are subtitles. I can't read. Sorry. And then empathy to the emotions of others and then it says all the feels that's me that's all the feels that. that's you that's, that's me i'm a highly feeling person you are a highly fe- yes i i i all i i feel deeply if i'm mad i'm really mad if i'm happy i'm happy i'm like over like you know what i'm saying if i'm sad i'm sad and you're empathetic i am empathetic which you, there's a word in that right right no, no, that's not the word I was thinking of oh. when it comes to being empathetic. You're calling me pathetic? Pathetic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, if you're over-empathetic, you might have some problems. 
But empathy is like we've always talked about, especially in a relationship, is huge. Empathy is huge. You've got to be able to, if you can't feel the way the other person would feel, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. And you can't say, okay, I don't, that wouldn't bother me as much as it bothers Jeff if, if he were doing the same thing, but I understand, right? Right. And, and so I'm going to do my best to make sure I don't upset him being empathetic and trying to see it. And that's just in a relationship where you got to kind of play safe unless they're just being ridiculous and trying to control you with their empathy, which is a whole nother side of that. So, well, yeah. Right. Where you're trying to control somebody and you don't understand. Well, I just looked up what is a gaslighter personality. And it says it defines codependency. It's a codependency. Um, an excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner. In a gaslighting relationship, the gaslighter has the power to grant acceptance, approval, respect, safety, and security. He or she also has the power and often threatens to take those things away. Oh. Right? So it's kind of like a, a kind of like taking over your mind in a way. Right. When someone's susceptible to it. Yeah, it says gaslighting is a pattern of manipulation tactics used by abusers narcissists, dictators, and cult leaders to gain control over a person or people. Hmm. The goal is to make the victim or victims question their own reality and depend on the gaslighter. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So here's some clues. Here's some gaslighting clues. If you're thinking right now, oh, I may be either in a gaslighting relationship, like somebody's doing that to you, whether it's a significant other a partner, even a kid, right? Even, even, a, child, even a kid, yeah. You know, a, a yeah, parent. some of them smart kids, Here's man. They'll clues. gaslight you to death. There's an imbalance in relationship power. That's big. So if you feel like you have no power at all in your relationship, I mean, like, it should be equal, right? A relationship should be, like, you feel like one doesn't have power over the other, right? I don't feel like you power over me. Yeah, I don't. And I don't feel like I have power over you. Kind of like if I, if I say, hey... I need your passwords to all your social media stuff, and but I won't give you mine. Right, that's a problem. That's a pro- but people do it, you know. Or I need to know. I need this information on you, right? Because, and you know, people go as far as abusive tendencies as of that they, they use the crap as it's because I care for you, right? Right. Right, or even if it's like spending money, like you know, no, you can't get your nails done. No, you can't do this, and then yet you go and you spend money on stupid stuff, right? I think that's an right. imbalance in power. If you both are making money, both you and I are making yes. money. Okay, maybe you make more money than me, but I contribute as well. So if you say, Angie, you can't go get your nails done, okay, fine, we're pinching pennies, right? Okay, fine, I won't go get my nails done. Cool, but then you go out and you, I don't know, go to the dog track one night. And you gamble and you say you're doing it. So you're spending money, but you're saying you're doing it because you're trying to make more money. Right. I think that's, I think that's like, it would be kind of what they're talking and about. And trying to, yeah, justify it. And right. so you can't get mad at me. Right. Because I'm doing it, but it's obviously the odds are right. I'm going to lose Or my simply money. you're spending money on something stupid and you say, well, I make more money. Therefore, I can spend it if I want to. Right. That's an imbalance in relationship power. Yeah, and and if you're gonna if you're gonna live that way, and I think that some people recognize that relationship. Like if you're, like us, we have been together since we we're 15. So when we got married, we kind of just threw everything together. So I, I don't look at it as I make more or you make less or what. Right. 
or any of that stuff. It's like it's all in this pot. We got to freaking make it work this month. Right. Next sometimes, month. You know, sometimes you might spend more money in a month, and sometimes I may. Um, but we both are pretty good about not spending money on. I mean, we. It's like when we spend money, we spend money together. Like we go out to eat too much. Exactly. Or, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. We, something like that. It's not like you're spending money on play toys and I'm spending money on purses and shoes and accessories. Right. You know? Exactly. It's like we spend money together too much, probably. Yeah. Which we need to get that but, uh, but under what, control for 2020. But, yes. Same. But what I was going to say, where I was going with that is I know people personally where that they're in their second marriage and they just said, they make more money than me, but I've already been in this kind of situation. So to avoid any issues, I'm keeping my money separate. I, I don't. And I, that way that I, the, that I can say, this is my budget. Yeah. And if they say, I want to help you or I give you money, then you, you deal with it at that point. Right. But you don't look for that. I agree. Which I respect that. I, I do too. And I used to, um, I used to totally be in a disagreement of that, but thinking of it now in that way. I don't, maybe your first marriage, no. I don't know. Maybe your first marriage. But I definitely think if I ever, unfortunately, would have to get married again, whether it be because you chose someone else, unfortunate circumstances or whatever, if I found myself getting married again, I would definitely, no matter how much I trust that guy, no matter how much I really think that it wouldn't matter, I would definitely just say, listen, I've already decided. I'm just keeping things separate. You know, if you need help mm-hmm. with something one month and I have it, I'll give it to you and probably vice versa. But for the sake of simplicity, I'm just going to keep my stuff separate. You keep your separate, especially because I have four kids. You know what I'm saying? And I want right. to be justified if I want to buy my kids something extra this month that is just coming out of my side of the money. Right. And the couple I'm talking about, they're very organized with and actually probably helps their finances because... When it comes to cable, groceries, those things, they've agreed on splitting them. So whoever pays when she goes to get the groceries, he gives her the money he needs to give her to get the groceries. And when he pays the cable bill, she gives him the money to pay the cable bill for her part, whatever it may be. So I see that being something to keep some stress out of your relationship or maybe it'll create stress. I don't know. I don't really want to have to deal with it. It probably would just be a case-by-case thing. Who knows? Right. Okay, another gaslighting clue. Um, in addition to the imbalance in relationship power, is that you question your ability to remember details. Okay, so this person makes you so confused that you question your own, like, you think you remember, but because there's, like, this person's confused you so much that you just start to question details of any given situation. You start saying, oh, crazy, I know I didn't say that to her. I know that I did X, Y, and Z, and they say, "Mm, nope. I don't think you did. And they're so convincing that you're like, oh, my gosh, did I not? Or maybe, I mean, I know that in our relationship. Like, you've you've told me that I've said I'd do something or I said something. And obviously, sometimes I don't pay attention. And maybe I did, but I don't remember. I'm like, I would have never committed to that. I would have never said that. But I'm not a gaslighter. You're Nope, it happens. But my point is, is those type things people can take advantage of when they see it. Like, a, a, like you could oh, start well, to take advantage yeah. of that, but and try to control me in certain ways. But see, I would get smart after a couple of times of getting gaslighted. I would be like, you know what? I'm going to really pay attention to what I'm committing to. I think some of my kids do that to me because I have a memory issue, and everybody, I mean, everybody, like I'm concerned about it. Actually, I'm worried about it a little bit, and everybody makes light of it, like, oh, you just have a lot. When you have a lot of this, you have a lot of that. No, I actually am a little bit worried about it. So I think one of our kids, and I'm not going to name which one, but I think that they 
um, take advantage of that. And they're like, well, mom, you don't remember, you don't remember anything, but you didn't do that. Or you didn't say that, or you didn't remind me of that. And I'll say, yes, I did. And they'll say, no, you just have a bad memory. They do that to me. I don't right. know if they're a hundred percent a gaslighter, but they, <laughs> they take that. But they're starting into, that habit, that habit and making it a habit. Right. And Taking it needs to be weakness and rolling with it. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, mm-hmm. she doesn't remember. I'm going to say she didn't remind me to do this because right. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. I think they do do that. I think all kids do that to their parents. Well, maybe they do. And in, in, if they can. But when they hear me say, I worry about my memory. Right. That's the problem. You show them weakness and they take advantage okay, of it because well, they're evil talk. children. I, I'm not I'm not a private person. Like, I just I just talk. I can't help it. I don't I don't whatever. OK, here's another one. So we've got an imbalance in relationship power. We have. You questioning your ability, and we're going to add. You easily discount your own perception and make their perception your own. your ability, questioning 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 your ability. The gaslighters are mind control geniuses. Right, it's a behavior they practice for a long time on a lot of people, and maybe been a victim of. Maybe. You know what I mean? I think there's people that were guilted as a child that are really good at manipulating that way and using guilt. Right. You know, if they're guilted over everything, I mean, that's going to be bred into them. Right. It's going to be something that they can probably use pretty... Right. Pretty comfortably with someone that they do love, but it's part of their personality and they need help. Right, and you can have a perception on something, and you can be so adamant and so believe in... You know, your perception is your reality, right? So it's... You perceive right. it as this, but this person can twist it so much into where you're changing your whole perception to match theirs just so you don't feel like you're crazy that's unbelievable yeah i'm telling you it's crazy um okay so also let's add to that and this is a big one you wonder if you're crazy you wonder if you're actually am i am i crazy am i crazy like you find yourself saying that right right they make you feel like you were 100% crazy. And in this situation, though, as you talk about it and you go through it, you would absolutely start feeling, if it's something that's regularly done, right? just think you would definitely feel like you were crazy. Well, if, you, if, if, you're, if, the, if the power is off balance, so if this person has more power, if this person is always questioning your ability to remember things, if this person is making you perceive things differently... You're not going to feel like yourself, so therefore you may feel a little crazy. Right? This is true, yes. Um, Also, this I feel like would be a good one. Most interactions leave you feeling small or defeated. Ah. Yeah. So So they kind of talk down to you or put you in place. I I would feel like that they would, yes. I bet this goes deeper, too. I bet it goes deep because people are like, I know what people are thinking out there, exactly what I'm thinking I wouldn't let somebody treat me like that. But the thing is, you don't understand when you're in it. People can try to manipulate through through maybe their insecurities. Maybe they feel like right. maybe they're flipping it on you. Like they they don't think you love them because you aren't remembering this. Right. Or you didn't do this thing that you said you would, and it's the third time or whatever. Like, do you really care about me? Right. So then you start thinking, "Am I crazy? Right. Why would I do that?" And then you feel bad, and then you feel down on yourself. And they start moping, and you want to fix things. And it's and it snowballs. And so then you're, at the end of the day, you're feeling like such a defeated person that you have no more energy to do anything. 
Um, you also feel, it says, clues, you feel the need to apologize a lot. Mm. I mean, I, oh my gosh, I did this growing up. I swear, I don't do this much now. And I'm not saying that I had someone in my ga- in my life that gaslighted me. I think I may have. But, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to go back there. But, I mean, when I was growing up and even into my college years, I would apologize for stuff that I in fact, knew wasn't my fault, but I would apologize anyway just for the sake of having peace, just for the sake of everything being okay. Let me just take one on the chin and apologize. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to do that in life. I'm not sure. saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you absolutely 100% have to take one on the chin, okay? Because it's just for the sake of the situation, moving on with life. Okay, it's not fine. that important. It's not that big of a deal. Let's right. just take one on the chin and move on. But I think it wasn't until into our marriage where I was like, no. Right. No. I'm not sorry because I didn't do it. Right. Right? Yeah. Because if I've done something in life, no matter big or small, at the end of the day, eventually, now I might not write up front, apologize and say, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, not many it's my fault. Do. Right. You know, I may up front. I may write up front, but it may take you me have a minute. A, you have up front. And to, I have... But at the end of the it's day, very hard. Well, it's hard. It was harder for you. It's Back so in, hard. In the beginning from, of in our the beginning, marriage, I didn't do it in the beginning. It's and that's been, why I since did. Since I was thirties and forties, I started to say, "I gotta make, you know, I gotta make changes in the way my mind works," because we, you know, you train people the way to treat you, and I already felt like I was right most of the time. So, winning was something I wanted to do, and it was at the expense of. Just being just too much. It wasn't like yelling or fighting. And it could just be opinion on something. Right. But I would not let you have your opinion sometimes. Right. And, and this whole podcast, just so I can be clear, is not about me gaslighting you. Oh, gosh, no. We're not doing it because no, of no, that. No, 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 no. Please but, don't get it twisted. Jeff does not do this to me. And, 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 and I, and I wouldn't be here. But. I'll be honest. I didn't gaslight you then. I just was dogmatic in my thoughts. And I just got mad if you didn't well, I couldn't believe why you wouldn't think which is really really hard on relationships when people don't let people have their own like now it's like polar opposites with us like you can say you can almost talk about anything you have a belief in and I might not understand it right but it's not going to make me talk to you about changing it it's not going to make me say well why in the world or like you less you know what I mean right then you're the same way we just we're more open and honest people yeah. now and we want we want to be happy I think as we grew and as we matured we were able to both me stop apologizing for everything and you realize when you need to and and I think that's when it came together you know what I mean because I think I mean I think a lot of I mean I don't don't mean this to be I don't mean this to sound the way it's going to sound so guys don't get mad at me but I think guys have a hard time apologizing because of a pride thing and I don't mean that to be knocking on guys I love y'all but I'm just saying women have weaknesses too I think one of guys is like you're so prideful that you don't want to admit you know, when you're wrong. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Women are emotional and it's easier for us to say when we're wrong and that we're sorry. Some. Am, am I right? I mean, was it a pride thing when you wouldn't apologize? Like, when, when you wouldn't say it was your fault? Maybe I'm way off on that. I don't know. No, no. I think, for me personally, I think it's just like someone else we know who's not a male. And I had this with me with a conversation tonight and it really, it, it hurt me because... I was upset about something, and I told this person why I was upset about something, and this person immediately got defensive, mm-hmm. and I didn't need that. I didn't. I didn't need you to be defensive or, or blame okay. it on something else. And that's kind of the. I, I look at that and I say that's how I was. Yeah. 
you know, and I gave it back Mm -hmm. and explained what I'm talking about now. Good. And she said that she said she she rephrased everything she said to me up front because she responded too quickly and that's a big problem too is responding too oh, quickly gosh, over text yes. over, over text is terrible right yes so, we've even talked about that yeah, before like so she reworded everything and it made all the difference and i was fine but it, it, it wasn't as mad right I mean, I was frustrated Well, at the time. again, you were saying it over text, so maybe they interpreted it as you were. Right. So they went to fight or flight. And so there they was fought. some harsh wording in there, for sure. Okay. You know, so. Yeah. This is one of our daughters. We won't talk about who. but Or what happened. Right, but it it was it disappointed. Yeah. It upset me. Yeah. You know, well, it, it upset should've. me, and it, it should have upset me. It should have. And, and she straightened out, and she, she stepped up the plate, but I had well, to good force for her. that. I had to force her to do that, but I... But well, I was going to force it because she's got to learn faster than I did because you won't build a relationship with anybody unless it's a person who's built to say they're sorry like you were. Right. But in her defense, if a parent came at me with that, I would fight too. Like, I, you would pull out all the stops because you don't want to have to face that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay. So, back to gaslighting, though. Back to gaslighting. One more thing. I mean, not one more thing, but, like, the, the next point um, is... And this is big for me because I do believe that I have been gaslighted before, like I said. And this is, I think, what has gotten me into so many. I'm reading this and I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is so true. You stop trusting your intuition or gut instinct. Oh, you're done when you stop doing that. You're, I mean, you're not necessarily done, but it, it can cause a lot of issues because you become a person who... I think I've been gaslighted a couple of times, actually. You become a person who you hear people say, it's just my gut, and you're like, God, whatever. That's how it used to be, but you taught me that it, the gut's a real thing. I know, but then, but now I flip. But, you know and what I'm saying? this was a long time ago you taught me. I know, flip, but yes. things in life have happened to me right. that has caused me to be like, intuition and gut, what? Yes, I do think it's a thing. I'm not saying that. But you're not connected But mine is not in tune. Right now, yeah, and that's that's mine is not in tune, and I, and and I'm a so I believe so much in your gut or your first thoughts or your first reaction. But they're not always right. No, though. but they're they're they can help you solve the equation. I'm not saying you base everything on it. Right. But I, you can you if your gut's giving you a hint. Yeah. They're saying your gut. They might, they they know very little about our brain. Yeah. But our gut. It truly, they've. I think they've come out and proven that it really is a thing. It's not something people are just saying. It's my right. gut. It's literally the nerves. Right. It's it's giving you signals. Oh, I mean, I'm sure we've all had a gut feeling that's been a hundred percent dead on. Oh, it gives God. you the chills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whether it's the gut feeling that like I need to I need to go back I need to go back home for something. You know what I mean? Like, and then you go home mm-hmm. and you've left a candle. I mean, I don't know. That's just stupid. That's a stupid illustration, but. You know what I mean? Like your gut, something tells you to do something, you do it, and the outcome is like, whoa! If I wouldn't have done that, X Y Z wouldn't have happened. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it could be big changes. It could be something subtle and little and tiny. Of like, oh, if I didn't go back home, then I wouldn't have remembered my gym bag or something stupid. But it could be life changing. Um. So anyway, I before a few weeks ago, I. I didn't know what gaslighting was, and I just think this right. is a really it's a real thing. And I knew that thing I knew that this had happened to me when I was reading over, but I didn't know it was, there was a term for it. I didn't know right? it was gaslighting. No, and, and and 
And if you're not sure, again, I have another little tip to give you. There, This is what it sounds like. Okay, so if you have someone in your life that says these phrases to you, think about it for a second. It doesn't mean you're necessarily being gaslighted, but um, you need to step back and think about it for a second. And in a minute, before we close out the podcast, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over some um, responses that you can give to these people. Okay, so here you go. Here's what it sounds like. Very informative. You're overreacting. Have you ever heard anybody say that to you? Oh my gosh, you're overreacting. Yeah, calm down, relax. Again, maybe you are, and maybe that's not gaslighting, but there's a clue. You need help. It's making you feel crazy. Somebody says, okay, you need help. All right, making you feel crazy. Again, you may need help. It might not be gaslighting, but you might want to think about it. That didn't happen. And and what if but what if what if it's a situation where your gut's telling me that you're doing something that's not good for our relationship. You know what I mean? And I call you out on you. You need help. Like you're planting that. Like yeah. you're not, you're not assuring me. You're not. Re- I mean, that's a big red Or maybe flag. I say you're overreacting. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't True. happen. That's another one I just said. Um, or they say, okay, you're upset over nothing. Okay. If somebody's upset, it needs to be validated. Okay. If you tell somebody you're upset over nothing, you need to take a step back. Because that happened to me as well growing up. Like nothing, people need their feelings validated. Whether you think it's stupid, dumb, minor or not. So if somebody's telling you you're upset over nothing, mm, big red flag to me. Sorry. Well, you can't be so short-sighted to think that uh, uh, someone else lives in your head and knows the things you're going through. Right. Especially when it's an adult and a child. Right. I mean, the kid only knows what they know and they, they... Right. You can't tell them it could be worse. Right. Yeah, it could be worse, but this is what I'm dealing with. Right. This is what it is. This is my worst right now. I'm not upset you know over what? nothing. I'm upset because X, Y, and Z. You might not be upset because X, Y, and Z, but I am. It's not nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm, I'm trying to come up with a list of things, so I think it'd be a good bit. Things you can say to yourself to calm yourself down or make give yourself better headspace, but other people can never say it to you. Right. And that's one of them. I can sit here oh, sure. and I can be like, you know what, Jeff? Things could be worse. Yeah, you're upset over nothing, Jeff. I'm upset to over yourself. nothing. Yeah. Right. Everything like could that. be worse. But if somebody else says it to you, right. you go, wait a minute. How are you so telling So you're just me? trying to shut me the hell up is what that's you're trying to do. That's basically what they're doing. You just, you don't, you don't care. You're, you're, you're discounting my feelings right. and you just want me to shut up. And I'm saying that as a person who's done it many, many, many we times. We all have done it, though. Yeah, but I used to do it pretty bad. Well, okay, but we so. all have. All right, so here's another one. You're twisting things. So maybe they're, maybe this person's spitting the truth, and they're they're feeling it, and they're like, oh, they're, you're, you're just twisting things up. You're confused. You know what I mean? And how about this one? That's your perception. Hmm. I've never used that one. I'm going to put that in pocketbook. Said in a condescending way. Um, And then, of course, there's, I never said that or I never did that. I was joking. I think you're confused. Oh, this is a good one. You're too sensitive. Oh, my gosh. I've heard that. You're too sensitive. Well, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I'm Angie and I happen to be an emotional, sensitive person. If you want to be in my life, get the freak over it. You're really not that sensitive. Jeff had to. I am. I, I, yeah, I you am. You can be. Well, I guess I'm thinking of different things. Like, you're not touchy about st- stuff. Like, 
Like, I'm not uptight, but that's but yeah, different be, than being sensitive. Right, you can be sensitive. Things can touch my we nerves. We all can. There's certain areas I'm sensitive about. But this, okay, that's fine. We're all sensitive. But for somebody to say you're too sensitive, who are you to say what too sensitive is, mofo? Right, but that's you know what language is everything. I think that's what I'm getting out of this whole thing is language is everything, and almost. Some of these things don't have to be said the way they're said, and it might not be as effective. But when they're what he what he or she is doing when they say you're too sensitive, is they're establishing that, yeah. dominance, right? They're establishing authority. Right. They're establishing that they're the expert. There's and somebody then, that can say that. And, right. and subconsciously, you're not you're not you're in a situation where you're not saying, "Who who are you?" Right. All, all the time. Some people might be. Right. But people that are susceptible to this are not going, and then it's slowly sinking. You know what I mean? It's taking over their mind. That this person does have dominance over them. Right. This person is smarter or knows more or is... Right. You're dumb. Right. Well, and, and here's another good one. You need to grow up. Now, I'm guilty of saying that to my kids. I'm like, oh, my God, you need to grow up. And maybe they do, though, and sometimes. Maybe they're crying over something stupid. But, again, it's stupid to us. Well, right? it's stupid to us, and what is the motive behind it, and what is the situation? All these situations depend on the relationship and what's trying to be done, because there's situations where your kid can come and try to manipulate you, and you can gaslight crap out of them. You can make them feel like crap. Well, you, you don't let them get it over on you. You know what I mean? No, like, there's I mean, situations, you got to grow up. Well, yeah. I mean, there are situations. Exactly. There's get some, upstairs and take care of what I told you to take care of. Quit right, whining. Right, right. Right. Or you didn't do your schoolwork, and now right. you're whining. Grow up. Do your work. Right. Not grow up like, okay, your boyfriend broke, broke up with you. Grow up. It's not That's that big different. of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And the last one on this list of what gaslighting sounds like is you're so drama. Oh, that's my favorite. Really? You're so drama. You're so drama. Yeah, really. I mean, like, somebody will say you're dramatic, which I think maybe is the same as overreacting to me. Right. Those kind of go one and the same. So, if all of that has rang a bell to you, I want to share a share, share. I want to share, share um, responses that you can do that you can that you can give to these people. Okay, response number one: How would you feel if I called you a and then fill in the blank? So, if if someone is saying, "Oh my gosh, you're so overdramatic," stop and be like, "Okay, well, okay, what if you came to me and I said you were being so overdramatic? How would that make you feel?" Now, sometimes I've, I've tried this before with, I've tried it before and it's, and sometimes it'll go well and sometimes it won't because they're right. going to, they're going to immediately downplay it. Right. It's not the same. It's this, it's that. So that's one response. How would you feel? Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's the same way with, I mean, even if this isn't you a. You make them empathize with you. Right, right. Even if this isn't a gaslighting situation, if it's, it's something that, you know, you go to your spouse and you're upset about something and they're like, oh my gosh, you need to just chill. And then you say to them, okay, well, remember the time you came, what if I just said, just chill, how would you feel? Right. And then that might make them, like you said, be empathetic and pull back. It might not. Um, another response is now isn't the time to discuss X, Y, and Z. I need us to stay on topic. See, cause a lot of gaslighters will go off topic when they feel uncomfortable. They can shake you about, up. Right. When they feel uncomfortable about what you're pinning them in the corner for, they're going to bring up another situation, right? So you come to them with something that's bothering you and they're fixing to tell you that you're being overdramatic or you're being, you're overreacting. And then they'll bring up another topic to try to throw you off, th- throw you off or sweep what you're trying to say under the rug. 
So now is it the time to discuss how I overspent money last month. It's time to discuss why you said this and why it upset me. So whatever you're what, we'll discuss that later. Yeah, so you can't take the bait. Right. Like you can't take the bait for them to get out of it. Right. Which we've all tried that move. Right. Right. We don't like being in trouble. So right. we all try that and say, wait, wait, I did, yeah, but you did this. So leave me alone. Right. Okay. And then also um, it's, there's another one that says you can be more specific. Can you be more specific with your details? Always or never lands vague with me. Because the, the people who are gaslighters use the words always and ever. You always do this. You always do that. Or you never do this. Or you never do that. Why Extreme. do you never do this? Why do you always do this? Never and always is vague. I mean, that's those are big words. But they're strong and they're, they're, is in, they're as intense right. as you can get with right. them. Right. Like you never pay attention to me. Do never. I never... I mean, never is like I've never. So why are we here? Because I'm paying attention to you right now. Right. You know what I mean? Or you always get mad when I do that. You know, always is a big word. Never and always. So call them out on that. Um, here's another one. Your intention isn't what we are discussing. It's how something makes me feel. Big one. Oh my gosh. So when something happens, okay, you're fighting over something, and your feelings get hurt. The person will say, well, I mean, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Well, I'm really sorry. If you meant to, or if your intentions were to hurt my feelings, my feelings are still hurt. It's just right. like, and I use this analogy all the time with Jeff, when we, because we, we're both guilty of this, I'm sure. Everybody's guilty of it. But I always use this analogy. Okay, so I'm walking, you know, in our room, and you happen to put your hand out, and you accidentally knock me in the nose, and my nose is bloody, and now my nose hurts. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't mean to do it. I didn't mean my nose still freaking hurts, man. I know you didn't mean to put your arm out and me run into it. Doesn't change the fact that my nose freaking hurts we know and it was it's an bleeding. Accident, but it's still your nose is busted. There was no intention, and you didn't mean to, right. but it still hurts. Okay, so you might not have had an intention, or you didn't mean to, with your words to hurt me. But guess what? You did. So now we've got to talk about it. Now we got to deal with it, and you're going to sit here until we do. Right. Call them out. Do it. Um, that's what I had today. Is it? That's what I had to do today. Is I had right. to say, okay. Regardless of the way you're seeing it right now, I felt this right. and this. And all I needed from you was for you to acknowledge that and take responsibility. Right. And apologize. I'm sorry. I can see where that happened. I will not let that happen again. I'm really sorry. That's all it takes, and it can change your whole day. That's what I said. I said, you've got to learn to do this. If you're, you are responsible, regardless of what happened or why it happened right. or how it happened, if you'd have done what you're supposed to do, it couldn't have happened, and that's on you. Right. So. We need to talk about that off the microphone, because I, I forgot to ask you about that. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Okay, the last one here, a response is, I'm happy to discuss this constructively, but I need you to lower your voice, because people like to yell. Mm-hmm. And we've done this, too. It's very distracting. I will talk about almost anything, even if it makes me the most uncomfortable person in the entire planet. Even if I did something wrong, I've owned up to it, and I don't want to talk about it again because I'm so ashamed. I will talk to you about it all damn day. But the minute you start fighting and yelling and screaming, right. I shut down. Yeah. I go into defense. We're going to fight. It's not going to go how you wanted it to go. Same. I agree. Same way. I think everybody, yeah, it's... Right? Yeah, but th- that's the thing, and that's where people get screwed up, and that's where relationships get tough, is where people feel like they have the right to. You may have the right to, but it's not going to get you anywhere. And it's going to be damaging to your relationship, regardless of whether you have the right to. So what you need to do, and I'm not saying that Jeff and I always practice this. We've learned the hard way, and we don't always do this, but we did this the other day, and it helped tremendously. We were getting into a discussion. 
Jeff had a right to be upset with me. Okay? And he was getting... He was making me feel in a way... He was getting a little bit heated about it. Not bad, but a little bit heated. No, but I was And I it was, was upsetting me, even though he was right. So what did I do? Calmly, I said, I've got to walk away for a second. Right. And I don't do this very often, but I did that time. I was like, I've got to walk away. I came upstairs to our bathroom. I had a little session. I cried. I pulled myself together. Before I could even go back down and get him, he's coming upstairs to me, embracing me, saying, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have come across that way. Let's talk. And we did, and it was fine. Right. If we could only do that all the time. Well, I think that's learning me recognizing that I've got to take a breath. You know, when that when I real I recognize what I did in that moment. I stepped back while you were upstairs. I took some deep breaths, which I don't always do. Sometimes I even feel the fire or chase you or come after you and don't let that fire out. But I you know, you, you learn over time that you, you say, Well, you know what? The doing it the way I've done it, it only makes, it, it only creates some barriers. So, and I was genuine. I sat you there and I thought to myself, you're being stupid, man. You're taking it too far. And, and it's not, it's, it's going to be fine. You just need to freaking chill. You're not going to make her want to be remorseful. And that, that's not my intention is to make you feel remorseful. That's not my goal. But you, right. that's the problem is when you get upset. You want people just to bow down and just be, but but they're hurt. Right. You know, when you're hurting them, even though they may feel, even though the situation might be their fault. Right. You, you're not making it any better. Things well, aren't getting better, Jeff. So I, I was like, okay, just go up and let's talk. Like, but you got to be strong, bro. Like I'm right. talking to myself. You got to be strong. You got to quit doing the petty shots because I'll do that. I'll take jabs. Oh, everybody does. Yeah, but then I can be snarky, and I can be quiet, and I yep. can get you riled up, and I know the buttons to push. And that's when I said, you're being petty, bro. Like, well, and in, that time, and in that time apart we had, and I'm talking it was five or ten minutes, <coughs> I was able to sit there and say, okay, Angie, suck it up. Hear him out. Don't get defensive. Let him finish talking. It's going to be fine. And, and, like, I was literally almost on my way back down there, and it's like we were fine then. I mean, we talked about it. We didn't ignore it. We talked it out, and we were fine. So, I mean, it's just... I don't know. You live and you learn. But, um, so basically, just to recap before we shut this down, if you feel like either you're somebody who does gaslighting to somebody and maybe you need to rectify the situation, I just said rectify. I don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, I don't either. That's a weird word that I'd rather not say again. If you would rather fix the situation, okay, there you go. Acknowledge it. Try to fix it. Or if you're someone that thinks that you may have someone doing this to you because you hear you're overreacting, you need help, that didn't happen, you're upset over nothing, you twisted things, that's your perception. I never said that. I was joking. You're confused. You're sensitive. You need to grow up. You're so dramatic. If you have all that in your life, step back and think about it for a second and maybe um, think about how you're going to approach this person next time this happens to you because you can't keep letting that happen to you. It's toxic. It's toxic. So you either need to fix the relationship with the person that's doing this to you, or if you're doing it to someone, or you need to run. Sorry, but you do. You need to run. Right. If they're not going to be sympathetic to your concerns or to the way you feel, and you can't work it out, you can't be treated like this and survive long. Right. And people probably will say, I've been treated like that for 20 years. Right. Well, now you're in a rut. I mean, you're in a deep rut. And you can get in that rut in a month. Well... It's easy because we live in a world that teaches that our we're we're, te- we're teaching our kids right now to depend on codependency. 
that you need to depend on someone. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that makes it even worse because you're like, this someone in my life, I depend on this person. I'm looking to this person for help, so I'm just going to deal with it. That's why it scares me. That's why, like, you know, my girls who are in dating relationships who, who unfortunately, one of them just ended after a very long time um, because I feel like codependency was in there. And she was, I mean... I'm sorry, but she was 100% being gaslighted in her situation. Right. 100%. So she got out. So just think about and it. And it's not always intentional. It's not always intentional. It could be a product of your environment. That's what I'm saying. That's why if you, you, could, you could be listening right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I do that to right. someone. That's my point. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It doesn't make you a horrible person. It just no. means... Recognize wake up. it. Wake up. You, you're going to lose that person. You're going to lose that person. And we're not psychologists. We're not We're not counselors at all. We're just two people who've been married for a very long time. We have a lot of kids, and we've dealt with relationships, and we lived and we've learned because we've ran into these situations. That's we've right. suffered from these situations. Yep. We've had to fight through these situations, and you live and you learn. Yeah. So when I ran across this information on gaslighting, I thought it was kind of important to talk about because, you know, I've been there, done that. Right. I you love know, it. So, I love anyway. it. It's great. I'm glad Sorry. you came up with that. I had no idea. Didn't mean to go. We really intended on coming on this podcast to talk about a totally different topic, which we will next time, I promise. And I did what I always do. You took over. I took over because why? Angie's a control freak. But look, that's perfect. I'm glad you had something like that. That's the stuff I like to do. So we sorry. got into it. It was passionate. It was a real thing, a problem that a lot of people deal with. Right. Sorry I hijacked your podcast, Jeff. You, you, had, didn't, a, you had a plan. I'm in it with you. My plan was not that strong. Okay. But we'll, we'll we'll get on that plan tomorrow or, or whenever. I think it'll be a good piggyback off of this thing. Because if you can get out of a gaslighting situation, I think that it's going to go hand in hand for what we're going to talk about on the next podcast. I think so. Okay. You're going to learn a lot. So, so tune in. There's a teaser for you. That's right. All right. Good night.